All right, welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. This is Big T. And along with me, we got the big, uh, the whole team, Deep Dive for Truth team. Uh, MC on the mic. Hey, how's it going? How you doing, MC? (laughs) 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 And over there, we got DDI. Hello. All right, the team's getting bigger, and uh, we're doing this uh, episode with the three of us. Uh, We're getting used to this because we're going to be rotating people out and bringing in guests and uh this is our first uh <clears throat> time doing a um group effort with the team and the team's just going to keep growing real quick last uh episode three ddi and i uh kind of went over some of the stuff t- that carried over the thread or the deep dives from episode two with mc and i ddi why don't you go over what we uh went over in episode three that deep dive which kind of brings us into where we're heading so, yeah, for any of you who maybe aren't up to speed of what happened last episode, um, what essentially what we went over was the Griotta Treaty, which was with President Eisenhower between humanity, or at least America, with aliens. In that case, uh, it pretty much consisted of by not getting into each other's battles um, and in exchange, for their technology, they are allowed to experiment on the life, on life, pretty much here on Earth, either, whether it be animals or even us as humans. Yeah, pretty much, uh, you know, the livestock, um, humans, they, c- they pretty much agreed that they would not dig into the, uh, the experiments, um, which is really kind of crazy. And that, uh, that kind of, you know, MC, that kind of brought us to where we're heading today, which is uh, when when they made that deal, <coughs> they pretty much said that they were willing to give people up, you know, and that brought brings us to alien abduction situation. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Well, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I don't, I don't think that's <laughs> what you're going to be uh, looking forward to. Um, so, <coughs> just so we all know, Cases of alien abductions have been going on for probably millennia, if not, you know, since the beginning of time. Who knows, since man was walking the earth. But <coughs> the recorded one that we kind of dug up as the earliest one was 1896 in, uh, in Rhode, uh California, with an attempted ab- abduction. It kind of it s- says that, you know, even before people were really recognizing the fact that there was a... Uh, UFOs or alien abductions or anything like that, they, they things were going on. In this in this uh, little article of the uh, Rhodey, California in 1896, three tall alien-looking beings with small, delicate hands at the end of their uh, spindly arms stood by the road. They had no hair on their heads, yet soft light fuzz over their body. Large eyes made their s- you know, small mouths and ears appear even smaller. Going through the ten top aliens and that we kind of were, you know, we know that, that that's what they're saying. There's more than 50-something. Now they're saying there's over 100, 100 you know, 130, 150. 150? S- yeah, different types, different types different of Different species. Aliens. Yeah, different species. Mm. and, and uh, So you don't know if these guys were um, uh, bringing up something that we've already seen or heard about, but it could be, could be something prior to. But the interesting point of this is the UFO was of a cigar shape. And uh, it hovered quietly over the water. Just uh, recently in the news, they actually, uh, I think it was actually on Ancient Aliens, they showed 
a cigar shape uh, over uh, the first picture of a UFO ever was over Mount Washington, New Hampshire. And it was in a cigar shaped type shape of a, a, a craft. So, okay. Yeah. So that's that's kind of crazy there. But so then it goes on. We got uh, we got the 30s uh, DVI right up through the 40s uh, until what what happened in 47 that was kind of important. Uh, the the Roswell crash, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the one that kind of uh, hit the hit the media, um, where all of a sudden uh, you know it was the hot spot in the story, and kind of brought everything to the the forefront. Um, I know it's probably a little bit before your time. A little, <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little bit before your time, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, a little bit before my time, too, actually. But the, the point is, is that that's all of a sudden when uh, it kind of became an issue. So uh, so go. we continue on throughout the timeline. You get in the 50s. They see UFOs with occupants. There's reports of all these things, landings. Uh, Close Encounters, 57, um, all these uh, sightings. And then in 1961, you had Betty and Barney Hill abduction. They were coming back from Canada. Guess which state they got abducted in? New Hampshire? That's correct. Hmm. The same area as the, the first photo? Yeah, or it's, it's, it's yeah. kind of up there in the mountain areas uh, from what... They say the White Mountains or whatever it is. But what makes this whole story interesting is they both went under hypnosis. They both told the same stories. And the, the, the dress had some alien um, resin or some kind of chemical on it. And that was a big uh, to-do. But imagine this. During their hypnotic event, Betty actually told them of a star system. A star system that uh, isn't tracked, wasn't tracked at that time. So that that's, that's kind of crazy. Think about this. They're looking into the stars with what they have for telescopes, and they can't find that star system. So they're like, they're thinking this is all ridiculous, right? Right. Does that make sense, DDI? It's kind of like this has got to be a hoax. Yeah, you know, hearing it, you know, it can definitely sound fake. Right. So later on in the years. So she either was given that information or it was like put in her brain or something. Right. Or or it's made up. Mm -hmm. <sighs> later on, uh, the area that, you know, she said that these aliens were from. The star system, they looked into that area with better telescopes and better whatever, and guess what? They, The star system was there, and she was, like, right on specific. Do you know if she was dead by then? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't know the historical events but um, of timing, but uh, uh, she was either, you know, probably dead or old, and it probably didn't matter to her. But, you know, the whole point of this is, is all right, so they got abducted. They had things happen to them that were not fun. You know, everybody's like, okay, let's go for entertaining. Well, how many people that jump into a dentist chair is like, this is going to be fun. You know what I'm saying? Wait, what? Let's go for entertaining? Yeah, what like like a lot of people are like, oh, let's go watch this abduction movie or alien movie and let's be entertained, right? Oh. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, when they try to, this whole thing is about entertainment, right? I mean, come on. But Those aren't kind of my kind of movies. <laughs> well, uh, maybe not for everybody, but my point is, is that what happens if people that are using this as entertainment value and just out there having a good time with all this stuff, they, they, what if this was to happen to them? I mean, it's very terrifying. I can only, I can't only imagine the aliens supposedly. Uh, try to make you feel comfortable or that we're not going to hurt you blah 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 and uh you know one of the comments that um when i was uh, actually doing the uh twitch episode with the uh interview with an alien he said well that's kind of what a vet would do to a dog is comfort it before they were about to put it down or do whatever they had to do to it neuter it and so it's kind of like hey are we are we not intelligent enough to where we don't really know what's going on. They're just comforting us for about what's to happen. And then, you know, they take us down that road of uh, uh, whatever they, they got to do. So they can basically just do whatever they want. <laughs> well, you know, that's that's the thing is um, if you're not aware of what's going on, if, if you don't know how to uh, stop these things or, or try to prevent it or push back, see, from according to these people that have been um, abducted their whole lives, what they found was a lot of times it was easier just to go for go with it, but then they found ways to make it to where the, the aliens didn't want to maybe as much. So they, it would lessen the frequencies. Moving around, uh, again, they just they track you with their uh, implants, but um, shielding, uh, depending on what you do, having pets like uh, tinfoil on your head, tinfoil on your head. You know, people <laughs> are, are, are saying that that's, you know, they're doing it. These people are crazy. They put tinfoil on their head. If, if you <laughs> can only imagine what these people went through. It's just kind of crazy, and it's, it's so. It c- I'm looking at the the list, and it, you know, it goes from the 47 to 50s. Uh, 61 was Betty and Barney Hill, and then it's just the list just keeps it going on. Uh, the Buff Ledge Camp abductions in 68, uh, a Brazil ad- abductions of uh, Jose Antonio da Silva. You know, we, we we could do deep dives on these stories and each individual stories. We could go we could go crazy with this stuff because. Uh, the Alabama tinfoil alien, that's kind of interesting. You mentioned tinfoil. I mean, mm-hmm. so that was 73, uh, uh, Allagash waterway abductions. And w- uh, right in through the 80s, look at the 80s had a, a crap ton. <laughs> I mean, really, and then into the 90s and then the 2000s. Implants trace you. Implants will send signals. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know what the other signals can be? The other signals can be electronic, musical notes, mathematics, binary codes, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So <coughs> all these things are ways of, of trying to them trying to communicate. Now, we know that some of them are good, and that's great. They're trying to help us. Some of them, we look like a lunch. So um, why don't we go ahead and happened to fire in the sky just so we could show everybody what it would be like so carlisle lake key sport during hypnosis of october 28 1999 abduction i was out boating on carlisle lake i remember the flight from the lake to the craft and getting a good view of our town from the air and going through the floor of the ufo 
The boat gradually moved over me and went through the bottom of the craft before I did. I did not get a good look at the UFO as I was concentrating on my boat and other possessions as we were brought through the floor. The next thing I recalled, I was standing inside the craft seeing an examination table, which was the pedestal that almost reached the edge of the table. It was molded into the floor. There was some kind of structure over the table that looked like a light or some instruments. The room was rounded, and I was guided to the table by a small alien gray. I remember getting up on the table as if I had done it before. At that moment, I discovered that my clothes were gone. Shortly thereafter, a larger gray came out, again, different size grays, and put his face into mine, and I felt he was sucking the memory out of me. If you get a chance to watch the movie Dark Light, this is kind of what happened in that movie. That's why I was I was saying, like, uh, I put that out there in one of the episodes, that um, that's a good movie to watch if you want to get an idea of what's going on. They pushed me on the boat out some 750 feet above the northern portion of Carlisle Lake. I did not stay in the boat, but floated out. Afterwards, I just forgot about the whole thing. He was. This was brought out by hypno, hypnosis. So that was in 1999, Carlisle Lake. Interesting situation. Now, let's see if we can start pulling threads and see if they're, they're normal. Let's go with the uh, Kentucky, Clay County, Kentucky, DDI. Talk about it. Uh, there, uh, there was a knock above the door where there are no steps. I asked my sister if she thought someone could be messing with us. Most people wouldn't because we had guns and we didn't see any lights up the hill. I looked through the peephole in the door and saw something strange. She said, then asked my sister to look. She said, well, Nancy, it looks like an alien. I thought I was going to pass out. She joked and said it's probably something on the glass. A few minutes later, my nephew came up and got out as we were going out saying those lights are back there in the main field and this <laughs> something was out there they just didn't know if they were just uh seeing things or not right. we as in jody and me took the telescope out to the edge so we could see the field and first we saw a huge light in the sky shaped like a shiny silver christmas wall as they said but with two rows of lights or windows we didn't need the telescope to see uh, the square-shaped light over the field. There's another one to the right. It was further away. Then these diamond kind of shaped chip-like things came shooting out, but floating down. They were coming out of both. There was maybe four that seemed to float down. I asked Jody uh, if he could hear the grass and weeds swooshing. It was coming up the hill. I told him it sounded like the hills had come alive. Then all four of us were in front of the porch looking up at this purple-like fog start falling on us. It had a smell. My sister said, this is how they control people. I could see it like spark as it landed on me. I have no idea how all four of us were suddenly standing there. Then Jody told us to head up this road that went to the backfield. He had a, sh he had a shotgun with him. Got it from the truck. He stops uh, me and his sister, or his mom. Tells us to stay way back. We were in the pitch dark. You usually can't see your hand unless the moon is out. Even then, it's hard because of the trees. He leaves us there, and he goes on uh, with his friend. My sister said that uh, maybe they're going to take us to a better place. I said, better than Earth? I'm not going. So pretty much, you know, it had one of those moments where it felt like a hypnosis, or they felt like they were going to by this strange purple fog. Because they, because as he 
as what Nancy said, like So were I they could, abducted? I could see it like spark. Let's see. Asked Wanda what time it was, it was two thirty two, had her phone. But when this started I asked Wanda, my sister, what time it was. She told me it was two thirty two, I think AM in the morning. She had her phone, but when this but when this started, it was just around eight thirty or around nine because it was just as it had barely been dark. So I remember turning down the side road that took us to the big field, the one Jody had seen them as he came in, and we were in a different field past that one. The car turned off, all the windows went down at the same time. I didn't say anything, no one did, but I wondered why. Then Jody and the guy's doors opened, they got out, he didn't take his gun. I had my eyes peeled looking out my window. I was in the back seat with Wanda, I knew I was going to run if I saw anything. Then I'm sort of being or pushing myself back into the seat, looking to the side and couldn't see out the window. I was sitting way back. I look towards my sister. All I remember was a black shape like a triangle. I didn't say anything. Then Jody and the friend walking back onto the SUV shut the doors. It seemed like I could see them looking up, then coming to the car, getting in. This place is pitch dark. She couldn't figure out why I could see them, yet it was pitch dark out. We're heading back to the house. And I told Jody, there's those lights still in the field. I wondered why he didn't stop or say anything. As we came up the bank, it was starting to get light out. I asked Wanda the time. She said 6.30. It sounds like moments to me, you know? Right. But it was already 6.30. It was already, well, it was 2.30. So that is what, another four hours went by just like in a few minutes. Right. No one talked about it until later, like a week. And I asked Jody where we were when he asked me, why do they... Why do they stack like that, Nancy? He looked at me so strange. We both pointed in different directions. I remember me standing next to Jody looking at six alien heads with, like, sweets sort of waving. He asked me why they stack like that, and I told him I don't know. I remember noises that spaced me out. Wanda said, Jody has been doing it too. I, I remember two fingers touching my lips and hearing, I'm not going to hurt you. I've just never touched a human before. Jody told me that I had come running up the road. He almost sh shot me but saw my hair. This was said after he said I told Buzz or whatever the guy's name was not going to go into that light. That's why he didn't have his flashlight when I ran to him. He said he had told me to go back where mom or sister is and I did. I asked, does that sound like something I would do? Just turn and walk back in pitch dark knowing there are coyotes all over there? I still hear a noise, certain ones, and it's like I can remember, but that sound stops me from remembering. Crazy, huh? But it's true. We all remember differently. Hmm. So what do you think? There's a lot of missed time time frames. <laughs> so time. So basically they're, they're wiping your memory or just closing the gap. Kind of like editing. <laughs> think about it. If they can control time. Maybe. The skip time. Okay, so this one was from 2017, which was, like, very recent. And it's from Michael D. I'm turning to you, so maybe someone else has had... So maybe someone else has had a similar experience and can help me. Because I feel like I'm going crazy. I live in Perlin, Texas, a suburb of Houston. A few days ago, early morning of the 12th of September, I awoke with a strange visual. What I first at, uh, at first thought were hallucinations or that I'd been possibly drugged. The ceiling appeared to have swirling colors of pink and green. 
I looked to my right and saw something in my bathroom. It was small. I thought it may have been a squirrel or a raccoon. Um, so I quickly closed the door to, to try and trap it. As I got closer to the door, I saw nothing. Uh, I heard what I thought were voices and strange noises coming from my neighbor's yard. From my window, it looked like my neighbors were building a very large, tall bench swing. There was a red color coming from this area. I thought that the neighbors were maybe playing with the lights of some sort and that this might have been the reason for the strange colors in my room. This all happened around midnight. I wanted to find out what was possibly happening next door, so I went downstairs. As I was reaching the stairs, I noticed an unrecognizable symbol on the wall that seemed to be made of blue light. When I touched it, it felt warm. This light also cast a blue reflection on the white enamel paint of the banister. I realized that this could not have been the reflection from the next door because of the lack of windows in my house. Uh, when I got outside, I, it was quiet. I asked hello and didn't get an immediate response. The air felt staticky and it felt as though if I had touched anything that I'd receive a shock. When I peered through the fence, I saw ten black spheres, four on top, three below, then two and one. So like a like a triangle. It rose slightly, then the top left sphere broke away from the others and came towards me. At first I panicked and could not move. As I looked into the sphere, it had an iridescence to it and that made me feel calm when I looked at it. I do not remember going back to my room. I just remember being there. Notice the clock said 1.45 a.m. I also noticed some dried crusty blood around my right nostril. The room still had those two strange colors moving all around it. Not understanding what was happening, I jumped into my bed and buried my face in the pillows. I woke the next morning with a distinct feeling that this was real and not a dream. There were still bits of dried blood on my nostril, and for a few days the area just hurt. Uh, deep under the skin, like when a pimple is coming up. Then it went away. I know this happened to me. Everything inside me says it was real. I have no way of explaining it, and I have no real way of uh, filing it away in my mind like you would with a normal experience. If any of your readers have had anything like this happen to them, would you please let me know? Where's the connections there? Where's the thread? Colors and lights. Not uh, colors and lights, another skippage of time. Hallucinations. Feeling Just like yes. <laughs> it's a hallucination. Like it's not real. Right. Like something's not real. Again, I think that has a lot to do with the, the mind control and the time delay because basically they're, they're, they're stopping you ability to remember a certain amount of time yeah, there's also really the time isn't missing what's crazy is we come back time is missing in our brain but we went through that time you know what i'm saying these people right. that, that were abducted they went through four hours of what it was that ddi and it is like a dream too like if you if you've ever had a dream and all of a sudden you're just in a different place in your dream it's like weird and right. you feel like it's real yeah also in terms of comparison there are in both of these stories, it also they also say something about objects or something that's in a field or by the field, something that went down and was there. Of course, in the first story, it doesn't state that they were right next to it, but they could see it. Right. This was something that's out of the norm, out of the norm. Lights in fields and woods, places that are not where there's a lot of people or cameras or whatever. And what they see seems to always be obscure. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, let's check that out because curiosity. You know what curiosity did, right? And they could also <laughs> see it too. Huh? They could also see it too because yeah. you have to understand this. As as they both said, this is around midnight or in the very right. 
late night. And again, yeah, they could yeah s- that, 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 that backs up that it wasn't just one person. Right. Okay, real quick, the <clears throat> 1975, the Travis Walton abduction. Um, so, uh, you know, imagine this. Imagine going out with the guys and you're going to go cut trees down or do whatever, work out in the woods. I don't know, you know, these fire roads, these dirt roads in the middle of nowhere. Seven men were working on a government contract clearing the forest, basically clearing out trees. So they ended up seeing a light uh, about 150 feet away or whatever it was. Uh, Travis Walton, captivated by the sight, he left the truck to get a closer look. While gazing up in awe of the object, suddenly a brilliant bluish light struck him and threw him to the ground some distance away. Uh, this event caused the other crew members to flee the scene in fear for their lives. They probably thought he got blasted by alien energy. After arguing among themselves, they decided to go back and see if they could help Travis. Returning to the scene, they found no trace of the craft. You know, this whole this whole thing ended up becoming a search for the guy. Um, the police were involved. Uh, family members were contacted. These uh, Rogers and the other five workers eventually would take a lie detector test. They all passed. Now, a lie detector test may not always be 100%, but when you get five guys passing the same thing, saying the same story, uh, it says safe for one uh, inconclusive. So, But my, my point is is that that's, that's pretty much something happened. These people believe something happened. Uh, and Walton reappeared five days later, confused and scared, scared, uh, with fleeting memories of alien entities and descriptions of inside of their craft. Now, the reason why we kind of left this one for last is we got a video from a movie, and it's actually supposedly what happened to Travis uh, Walton here. And uh, it's from the movie Fire in the Sky. And uh, so just kind of imagine, just try to, you know, use your imagination. Put yourself in his shoes for a second. DDI on three. We'll start the video. All right. One, two, three. Turn yours down. Oh, boy. This is you. Just been taken into a ship. So you get the feel of an abduction.
And that's the end of that. You can pause that video right there. So that's supposedly what happened to Travis Walton in that case. Uh, Ugh. <laughs> For five yeah. days? Yeah. Well, we don't. he might have been wandering around the woods. We don't know the actual time. But my point is, is that that was his story in hypnosis, and that's what happened to him. And so let's look at the uh, let's look at the threads. Let's follow the threads. All right. So everybody's like, hey, he's telling a story. He's make, you know trying being crazy, trying to you know capitalize on a story. But I kind of remember somebody that was abducted talking about like an eye or an equipment kind of hanging over where the head would be. You know what I'm saying? And there it happened there in this story too. Like these uh, certain parts of their imagery. Totally unrelated stories from different times are similar. Makes you think. Where's that thread? Well, could they have heard, just heard that story before and came up with the same story? <laughs> I, I guess if he was willing to hide out in the woods for five days. you know, I, I don't know the specifics on that. And I don't know if they, with the, you know, they didn't have the computer access that we have today to to find other abduction stories, but he could have maybe been reading up on it to try to repeat that story. Again, those guys with yeah. the lie detector test, you know, majority of them passed, almost all of them, so. Wait, those were just his co-workers or whatever, right? They just said he went missing one day? Yeah, they said that, that their story was he got picked up by a beam of light. Oh. oh. Into, the tr into the ship. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I just, you, you watch that and you think, what would you do? I mean, I don't think he had much choice. Yeah, it seemed like they were uh, a little too strong for him. <laughs> so and he was like under kind of like lethargic control. Yeah. And then once they strapped that saran wrap plastic stuff on him, he couldn't move. No. Nope. It was like basically being strapped down. Yeah. So this is where a lot of the people that have been abducted and talk about implants this is the kind of stuff that they, they talk about. This this is how they get implanted or something happens to them where they change them. And it's just too many stories, too many issues. And then the one scientist is actually taking out implants that are metals of not of this earth. And while they're in them, while they're in, they're connected to the nervous nerves. And while it's in the person, it's actually emanating a signal. But once they detach it and take cut it out and take it out, the signal stops. Hmm. It's kind of really kind of crazy and bizarre how this all is tying in together. But, again, going back to the reality of it, if this is true, if this is something you want to believe in or not, it don't matter. It's all up to you. Because this is just out there. This is everything that's out there. We're connecting the, the dots. We're connecting the dots and pulling the thread together. But um, uh, our government supposedly, or the world leadership, somehow, somewhere, at least our government in the treaty, uh, what, what treaty was that again? The Greata. Greata. Yeah, so the Greata Treaty, um, that they pretty much allows, allow this to happen. So, all right, so now we kind of caught some threads. We're finding some things that are realistic, and, and it kind of gives it some, some validity because we could go into hundreds of these, obviously. What's weird to me is if there's like a bunch of different types of species 
but like they're all kind of similar in the way they abduct people because there's so much crossing or is it the same aliens abducting people maybe there's well the the problem with that is uh going coming up on our deep dive we're going to discuss that we're going to tell you <laughs> what's going on because um you got good aliens you got bad aliens or or it could be good people and bad people <laughs> i mean you know it's how whatever you want to believe um but there's a lot of evidence uh leading to what's happening here would you ever want to get hypnotized um hypnotized or have you ever i guess I well yeah we they had a, a hypnotist at our college and and uh, some people got up there and, and uh, well I not like that but like in a therapy session no 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 when it comes to it if i thought that i had something going, like if i had that that in the back of my brain that something wasn't right like uh something had happened to me that i needed to find the answer to and it was dry like driving a nail into my head kind of feeling, you know what I mean? Like I had to find it. Uh, yeah, I'd do it. I'd, I'd probably try that. But now you've opened up the Pandora's box and reality is not pretty. Hmm. Now that's stuck in your brain. Right, like he, prob he probably didn't even remember getting a needle to the eye until he did that. <laughs> yeah. Right. So uh, real quick now, again, I think they're using mind control uh, to get people hmm. to be submissive when they're getting on the ships. Uh, Billy Meyer was um, somebody that could communicate with certain types of aliens. And I think it was more probably one of the good ones, but um, while he did it, he set up cameras. And hmm. he took photos, and he also took um, video. But right here is some video. But it was kind of interesting because this has been... You get, you get people that, you know, 25, 30% say it's fake. It depends on whether or not uh, you believe it or not, but people are going to be against you. So in this uh, Deep Dive for Truth team, yeah, a lot of people are going to say, yeah, you guys are just talking, you know, the same old stuff, conspiracy theories, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But we're not. We're actually trying to pull together the truth and show you the thread. And so this Billy Meyer... I know we just went through an abduction scene. He filmed some uh, UFOs. And you said he can communicate? Yeah, so he uses the mind control. So he uses telepathy to uh, contact these uh, aliens, and they come around with the ships, but he set up cameras. And I'm just going to scan through. This is, you know, outside his yard. You can hear cars going by. This is kind of crazy, man, that, that this guy had the ability to contact these beings and have them come around i mean it's great video so back then you couldn't fake film this is like film but you can now <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but these came out way back i mean it's hard to fake older film yeah i mean yeah you can just make anything blurry but well there's definitely anything like that you know can come out so look how close that is and he called it a beam ship movie footage and uh it's really qu quite amazing um imagery right and it's so shaky that like if something was edited on onto the film you would see the pixel move or something yeah. right it would look more still than the shape handshakiness unless he's really good <laughs> right so now that you see how it's kind of wavering around yeah. right to me that's like it's on strings right it looks like I it's, I could be fake. it's on a branch or something swinging back and forth right it's kind of going with the branch yeah 
but so also, now it's it, not. <laughs> also, also, it could be going with the wind, the same wind that hitting the boat. But yeah, yeah, maybe. You know, so maybe it's uh, and it's weird because like on a string, you go at a a cer- uh, circular motion, kind of like that, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like if he was up on top of the tree or something. I don't know. And just dangling it out there. Why would it move like that though? Like if it was real. I I don't know. I mean. <sighs> This one, this this one looks fake. This one looks fake. The first one. The first one looked, looked a lot more because it was it it felt genuine. The first one looked like it was still in the sky and he was having a hard time filming it. Yeah, but you see how behind it there's like a a, a see how it's just moving now. It's there was like a smoke behind it, like a trail, or whatever. Maybe maybe they're uh, like a magnet or using magnetic fields to try to balance themselves and these you know. Just kind of messing around for him, so we they could get the video shot. Right. So this one's this can this one could really depend because that's like way out in the open, it's like in the middle of the sky. Yeah. Like. And same with that one. Whoa! Did you just see that? No. Oh. Yeah. It just flashed. That must. Oh, and it just flashed back. Was that a cut in the film? Yeah. So now he's out. In that, look at in the backyard and. Just I don't think there. somebody's faking that. Right. They didn't have drones like that or anything back then. Back then, I don't think. Look at how fast it all of a sudden just goes zip, 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 changes shape almost. It's like it's it's almost like when they warp into a different speed, like they're going through a dimensional change or their shape changes. Crazy. And what what makes this guy kind of unique is the fact that did you see that flash? And look at that look at there's one down on the lower level. Well, did that just flash from one spot to the other? I don't Instantly? know. Yeah, it's hard to tell if it's like a cut. That, yeah, the flash could be a cut. Yeah. Well, if you go back, like if the clouds are different. Yeah, check that out. The clouds are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Clouds look the same. Yeah. So it's not a cut? Well, I mean, it's it got to c- be a really good one back then. Huh? Y- y- it could be like a cut and then like five seconds later. I mean, come on. Does it look like the video is getting clipped? I don't know. Kind of. <laughs> Kind of, yeah. The whole thing is like, fla- the entire screen is flashing. <laughs> so, but I don't know. Still, right, it looks look like there's though. like three different kinds of ships. Or, sorry, two different kinds of ships. Because two were the same, and then one was like... It looked kind of different. Whoa. That was a bird. That was a bird? Yeah, that was a oh. bird coming <laughs> in. See, when it does things like that, it's hard to really say that it's fake. Because it's way out there. Because a real bird flew over <laughs> I just don't see how, without overlaying something on the vi- on the film, how they could do that. You know what I'm saying? Do you? To me, it looks like that. Like, I, oh, look at this. Is, this is pretty close. This is, like, unbelievably close. That's hard to fake right there. Back then. Yeah, that angle is weird. Yeah. Huh. I do wonder w- what time period this was taken. Yeah, we'd have to do a little bit of digging on that. But anyway... So this is like the best footage I've ever seen of UFOs. You guys? If there isn't anything like in play in terms of editing, then yeah, it would be one of the closer encounter, I guess. And the fact that it stayed there. Let's start talking about our deep dive. The truth. Basically, we're going to talk about information. Some of the information that we have... Um, and we did some digging. We know that there's abduct abductions, but more importantly, we know um, we have missing people throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So we're looking at <clears throat> we're looking at missing people for the United States. Looking at the missing people for 2019 and the sightings of UFOs that we reported. I went uh, and dug this up with the largest amount of missing, highest number of UFO sightings with the highest missing people. And I just kind of, you know, wanted to kind of put that in perspective. And it's basically the most uh, densely populated areas. I mean, Mm -hmm. so I get that, uh, states and stuff like that. But some of them are not that densely populated. I mean, you got... uh, you know, Tennessee, Arizona, certain parts of Texas, you know, again, the, the, around the cities is probably where you get most of the sightings. But DDI, California, what's it say? A little bit over 2,000, 2,133. And UFO sightings? The amount of UFO sightings is about 752. So that's a lot. So you know that sometimes people disappear just to get off the radar. Sometimes they do... Um, they get caught up in illegal activities and they get rubbed out or there's, you know, just people that are taken out and probably killed. So that being said, almost half of the missing people in California, there's the same number of UFO sightings, 752. And that's not saying they can't abduct more than one person. You know what I'm saying? So what's strange is in, uh, you know, MC, what do you got for Florida? Florida has 1,252 missing people. In 2019, and then 567 uh, UFO sightings. Almost half. Right, almost half. Jesus, what a close. And who knows? Because <laughs> that's just the u- the reported UFO sightings, right? I assume. Right. Right. And that's the other thing. It depends on your densely populated areas and whatnot. But, uh, but missing persons have been actually recorded. So this is in 2019. So and I, I only did the top 10. So but let's Texas here. Um, I'm going to go over Texas here. 1246, uh, 375 UFO sightings. It's a little bit low, but there's a lot of land out in Texas, a lot of desert, a lot of things. You know, I mean, accidents could happen. People could get lost. But, uh, you know, so but it's still it's still a large number of sightings. With that amount of missing per- people, DDI Arizona about n- nine hundred fifteen missing people, and there was about three hundred nineteen UFO sightings. So that's a little less than half. So it's it's still you know within that range. Uh, Washington State, MC. Washington State has six hundred forty three missing people and three hundred and eighty six mm. UFO sightings. So, so that's a little over. Yep, a little over half. Yeah. So uh, New York, 606, UFO sighting 310, about half. Michigan, uh, same thing, about half. So Oregon and then Pennsylvania, Tennessee roll out the next three right around half. Actually, Pennsylvania is almost equal. Interesting. I wonder what's going on there. If you look at um, the UFO hotspots, uh, by state, you know, per per capita, which is basically per, I think it's 100,000 people, um, same with the missing persons. If you, if you look at this UFO sightings here, basically per 100,000 people, Idaho ranks number one, Montana ranks number two, New Hampshire ranks number three, Maine number four, New Mexico number five, 
Vermont, number six, Wyoming, number seven, Hawaii, number eight, Washington State, number nine, and Connecticut, number ten. And that's basically sightings. Per so those are all those all seem like very rural areas. Right. But that's per one hundred thousand people. So you're gonna get more sightings where there's more people. Overall, more sightings. Overall, but this more is sightings. Per but per one hundred thousand people. And uh, being out there, whatever. But, yeah, a lot more rural areas, you know. Hawaii's in there. I mean, Hawaii. I mean, and then it goes Oregon, uh, North Dakota, Alaska. So, yeah, it's just. Clear skies. (laughs) Yeah, clear Mm -hmm. skies, irritable sea stuff. It all kind of plays together. And on this deep dive, the other thing that we we dug up and and, uh, found out was um, there's such a thing as. The UFO Highway. You guys ever hear of the UFO Highway? Not until today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the UFO Highway um, is along the 37th parallel. That's right. <laughs> the 37th parallel is the um, meridian line. Oh, like la- longi- longitude? Latitude? Yeah, it's the parallel along the, the, the states, you know, that creates the lines, you know, where you are on the earth. Doing a little digging on the meridian line for the 37th parallel, it runs directly right through uh, the country, uh, through all these states, you know, right across the middle of underground bases out in the Midwest, um, tunnel systems uh, in the eastern side all the way through to the western side. It's kind of strange that uh, they're calling that the UFO highway. It's like right where... Right where all the line, the the states with the straight lines on the top of them, or bottom, either either way you want to look at it, it's kind of along that. It, it's it's weird because the bases, coinciding with the the human bases and the aliens, uh, sightings and abductions and, you know what I'm saying? Are they are is it somehow connected? I think they are, personally. I don't remember where all the bases were, but obviously there's the one in the desert. Yeah. Like Nevada, Arizona. So, and, and MC, remember that little story I told you about the guy flying his little fighter plane and the ground opened up in the field and the farming uh, farmland and something flew out of it and it closed back up. So yeah. it all looked like green grass and whatnot. Well, that was kind of like in the Midwest, right in that same area in Missouri, Kentucky, whatever, the Kansas. Right in that same line of the 37th parallel. What does that mean? Well, that parallel goes across, we follow that parallel across the whole world. The total intensity, nanotesis, annual change in NT. Now, this is all scientific stuff, but my point is, is it's from 4,800 to 5,400 on this energy chart. Like in Mexico, they have a lot of sightings, but that's at the lower ends of these levels. And the magnetic fields that spike across this is just, it's kind of crazy. It's almost to me like they're using magnetic energy of the Earth somehow to uh, basically negate gravity. The bases are, are being used as spots or launching sites for both human technology. Like uh, DDI, you said, you know, they're going to give us technologies and do all this stuff. Yeah. And who knows how Detesting. much. Yeah. How much we're, we're doing. Um, but also. That's where these. 
underground bases or launching ports of the uh, alien races that are coming from or outer space. Um, and then if you overlay that, <coughs> if you overlay that with Walmart, <laughs> what? Walmart recently closed for plumbing problems, underground tunnels, underground bases, and entrances. You start to uh, create this this map upon a map upon a map, and you can start to all of a sudden connect dots. Now, again, believe what you want. What's Walmart have to do with it? Well, let's just say that they're a big enough, powerful, facility-based company that when they close down a building or facility... Who's to say uh, our government doesn't take it over? Is there any is there any uh, correlation there to what's happening? But anyways, that's the UFO highway, and it uh, it basically talks to the deep dive about alien abduction and how the numbers with uh, UFO sightings and missing people and everything that's going on, and of course, obviously, what we talked about earlier. Okay, so on the thirty seventh parallel. On the 37th parallel, um, this UFO highway is a line of sightings uh, of UFOs and their clusters, basically. If you follow it, it actually creates a straight line across this, this uh, the whole country. And um, down the road, you know, if somebody wants to do some more digging, <coughs> we, maybe we could see how that line works across the whole world. Right. You know what I'm saying? And see how that uh, still matches up and, and whatnot. So. Right, like where does that line line up on the other side of the world? Right. Exactly. See if there's any anything there. So the question I have is, is if all these tunnels and all these bases that are out there created for this one purpose of utilizing technology and working with the aliens, whatever, what would it look like? Well, I happen to have dug up the Dulce base levels. I put this map up on for everybody to see. The elevators. Then it's top level security communication. Next level down is human staff and housing. And then you got execs and labs, executive areas and labs. Mind control experiments on number four. And number five is alien housing, basically captured aliens and whatnot. Number six is genetic experiments. And number seven is cryogenic storage and they've got underground shuttles to los alamos from dulce base on top it's agricultural and maybe a little industrial park or whatever something simple just kind of make, making it look like it's a but anyways that's mm. a schematic we'll put that up um so people can see it if they want to check out the deep dive video basically that's that's where we've come to uh with this abduction and what's going on and why there's missing people basically from the underground bases and the aliens and uh, hopefully there's good ones out there that are helping us and trying to get you know hey if any aliens are listening to the show let us know how many mm -hmm. good aliens <laughs> <laughs> how many uh abduction human abductions do you think are made by humans for like these underground bases i don't know <laughs> that's the other thing is um Ted Gunderson, who was a, I think he's a retired FBI, um, in charge of the whole West Coast FBI, California zone, whatever, and uh, uh, he said that hundreds of thousands of children are being abducted yearly uh, for experimentation. So, mm. um, 
It's not just adults. It's, you know, but. Wait, he said that about children as in like UFO abductions or like just in general? So I think he meant just in general that in they general, are missing. Like they're being exper- exp- yeah, they're being. By uh, humans. Y- probably both. I mean, he didn't say that. He said basically being. Is, does, is this a guy who believes in extraterrestrials well this is a guy that um got close to the truth about what's going on and that takes us down to uh next the next level of deep dives and where we're going from here but uh right now we're on aliens and alien abductions and uh, it's just kind of interesting that a retired head of the uh western coast fbi and of course he died of natural causes you know Another one. Yeah, another quote. <laughs> another one. Yeah. Let's uh let's let's wrap this up with this deep dive coming out of that deep dive. Uh we've got some really good intel. It's kinda scary. Yeah. What yeah, do you think? Really uh, DVI makes you think, huh? Makes you wonder why we have all these straight lines. <laughs> and how everything's coming together. And just how things correlate between UFO sightings and Strange things. <laughs> Missing people. Yeah. Missing people to kind of time skips. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Yeah. They basically, people being abducted and, uh, you know, so if you if you are uh, checking us out and you're enjoying this, um, we're, we're trying to put out as much information as we can. The deep dive goes into the uh, sometimes not so fun, sometimes kind of scary areas and uh, information that we got to get out. Follow us on uh, the podcast, Apple Podcast, Anchor Podcast, all those things. YouTube. What else we got, guys? Uh, if you want to contribute to our Patreon, we have Patreon levels to uh, yeah keep getting get the truth out. Get the uh, the deep dive version of the podcast um, because we don't post publicly without the deep dive. Um, we only post that to our Patreon. Right. And for our protection and for your knowledge. Just so. to tell you guys, we actually did do a little rework. On the Patreon, um, it's we do we no longer have multiple levels. It's actually just one, uh, just one tier, um, so that you know every you know everyone that whoever wants to can of course join. It's a it's a smaller I guess a flat rate. Yeah, but we're you keeping call it? it simple, right? Right. So we're keeping it simple. We're trying to get the word out, but these deep dives are you know hey we got to dig those out and um, if you want them. And Again. if you're if you're into the video versions of these, we got little pictures and and videos popping up on the screens all the time. Yeah. Um, so you can you can watch our YouTube as well. Yeah. And if you guys also watch Twitch, we also have been doing some little Twitch streams out and about, uh, usually around Saturday night. Yeah. If you want to talk to us, uh, eleven o'clock Saturday night. We um we're also looking to possibly. Uh, change that to Thursday night or in time, but um, we're we're definitely going to be there Saturday nights at eleven until we switch till Thursday nights. Yes, Eastern time. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern U.S. Yeah, Eastern Standard Time U.S. Uh, so if you want to, guys, want to come on and, and throw out some questions or tell us what you think or got information. Now, George over here is sporting this shirt. Now this shirt is a hint. There's a there's a hint out there. That you guys all need to know, um, but that's going to be coming down on a deep dive in the future episodes. If you see this, something's going on. It's a signal that I'm sending out 
when you see this out in the real world, something's happening. There's something going on that you need to recognize that symbol that uh, somebody's doing something or up to something. And speaking of signals, I've been sending out some signals. If you ever get a chance to go through them, uh, check out the lyrics. I'm sending out signals on the Twitch, but I'm also putting it on the podcast. So signal number one, there's a couple of them. There was a couple songs, Mind Control and Many Mountains. Look those videos up and listen to them and listen to the words because you through music, uh, the, the signals are coming through people. Um, and then on week two, we had a couple of songs. Um, the signals came through on uh, Queen's Reich, uh, Silence Lu- Silent Lucidity. You got to listen to that. That's a great signal. And uh, I think these signals are coming from somebody else, but not me. Um, but if you, I know you guys probably didn't really figure that out, but that's okay. And the other one is uh, American Pie. When you listen to that and you realize what's coming, that's actually a heads up for future episodes and future signals. Uh, great music by all four of those songs. But once you start figuring out that I'm sending out signals and we can start doing this, I'll start sending out signals that will help you figure things out and also help you if you want to get involved with uh, financial gain, using the system against them. Uh, The system, remember, is always watching. So um, let's just say it's a lot of fun. It's nothing serious. It's, you know, want to keep it everything legit. You guys can have a lot of fun. But remember, this is coming up. George is awesome. Uh, you guys got anything else you want to talk about? We've got um, anything else coming? Uh, this is episode four. <coughs> We're going to do some Twitch in between. I'm going to do a couple of short podcasts in between, bonus podcasts. And then we're going to do start uh, figuring out episode five. And hopefully we've got some uh, some guests, guests coming on board with us. Yeah. If, uh, if you enjoyed watching this, please subscribe to, to all of our platforms, like we said. Patreon, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Twitch. Right. And if you can't subscribe, just like us. You know, watch us, like us, spread the word. The more people we get involved, uh, we'll get it. Eventually, everybody will be on board. And uh, once we get that movement rolling, it'll be a steamroller. And we'll be using that system uh, for our benefit, uh, for the human race. Uh, Again, hey, love one another. Be kind to one another. Uh, this is uh, the Deep Dive for Truth team. This is Big T for Truth. This is MC. DDI over here. Yeah, and thank you guys so much. It's been uh, a pleasure uh, for helping uh, the team out in this species. We'll Until s- next week. We'll see you next time on Deep Dive for Truth. <laughs>